0: I don't believe that we should ever have a good money again before we take the thing out of the hands of governments.
1: Welcome, everyone. We're Simply Bitcoin. We break down the news, the daily fail, meme review, software releases, hardware releases, and the websites by plebs. Joining us today, fellow Bitcoiner, fellow pleb, host of Sats Radio on Twitter Spaces. I'm talking about Earning Gusham. He's joining us, but right now, we are diving into the numbers. Let's do it, people.
2: Number time. Brought to you by Bitcoin 2022. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin celebration slash conference slash party hosted in sunny, sunny Miami Beach, Florida. It's April 6th and 9th. That means it's coming up. In less than a month, guys, get your tickets quickly. The speaker lineup includes not President Naeem Bukele of El Salvador, Michael Saylor, Saifedean, Adam Back, Jack Maulers, Senator Lummis, Dr. Jordan Peterson, and many, many awesome speakers. Uh, Phil and I are on a panel with the meme lords. It's going to be absolutely bonkers, guys. And you can take advantage of the link down below for 10% off your tickets to the largest, biggest Bitcoin conference ever, Bitcoin 2022.
1: At the time of this recording, the block height is 728 the Bitcoin price 42,180. Chain rewrite days 737. Total public lightning capacity. That is a new all time high. 3,560.57 Moscow time 2371 blocks to the happening 111,304 and Samurai Whirlpool unspent capacity Samurai Whirlpool is a coin joiner collaborative spend service the unspent capacity in that pool is 4,397.33 BTC Nico
2: the numbers the numbers bro looking good Boring, um, AF. boring af boring Boring af but hey look we love it we news, love it the good news is that at least it's moving somewhat anyways i wanted to pull this up uh i have some two interesting little data points that we could talk about uh first one is this um you know one of the shitcoin narratives and you know visa all you know legacy media narratives is that you know bitcoin is too slow and Honestly, you know, it's designed that way. So it it becomes more decentralized. the, The blocks are the size they are so that it's more people could run more nodes. And if more people run more nodes, it's more decentralized. Unlike Ethereum, that's so resource intensive. And because it's so resource intensive, the majority of nodes are actually run on servers. Right. So the scaling solution on Bitcoin is the Lightning Network. Right. And the Lightning Network. Look at that, man. Has a lot more transaction per second capability than the you know second shitcoin, which is Solana, sixty five thousand, which is completely centralized, right? They 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 stopped the blockchain for like a couple days, right? Um, a few times, then, a few times, right? And then Visa and then PayPal. They turn it
0: off and restart it.
2: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Just decentralized. Uh, then Ethereum, right? So yeah, man, this really shows the power of the Lightning Network, and I'm pretty sure that Mao created these. Um I have this block stream of course, so shout out to them. Uh so yeah, it's it's an awesome visualization because I think that if you talk about the numbers, it's one thing, but if you actually visualize it, it's another thing. And another interesting topic before I get you guys' thoughts, um, where the crypto hype is taking over. Um this is a really interesting data point. This is 2021 and then 20, 2019. So the more colored orange is 2021 and the 2019 is the the lightly colored orange. So in India, huge, huge, huge right jump. It went from around 7% to 18% and that would make sense because you you kept hearing the flip-flopping from their government. Like oh, it was illegal, it's legal. South Korea, also big jump. And this also makes sense because South Korea was one of the places that we reported one of the exchanges actually already banned self-custody. We, we did an episode of that in December, right? So it makes sense why their governments are kind of scrambling a little bit. And perhaps maybe that's a foreshadowing to what the U.S. government is going to do or what they're already kind of doing. Uh, Brazil stayed the same. Very interesting. Spain, jump as well. Uh, U.S., right, went from 7% to 13%, uh, roughly 13 Mexico stayed the same. Germany jumped. Now, this is the most fascinating, Phil. So China, the country, they banned it. There's a 10-year ban if you get caught. I don't know how they're going to catch people, but there's a 10-year ban. The Chinese Supreme Court passed a 10-year ban if they catch you transacting in crypto, right? So look, this is now. What is it going to be five, six years from now? In India, the highest number, it's almost 20% of the population. What are governments going to do? What are governments going to do? I, I don't know. I think this is a I think this is a major problem that they thought was going to go away, and now what their usual tool of making things go away, which is arresting the people or regulating it to death, it isn't working because it's decentralized, right? So really interesting, and then you can combine that with you know the lightning network tran- uh, TPS transactions per second overall extremely bullish i know it's not the usual glass node hopium but it's a different type of hopium phil
1: yeah you know i think what's really interesting and i put this out yesterday in a tweet um after hearing about uh this some tether development um you know being able to to move on lightning not that i care about shit coins but my point is is that it's hilarious that a second layer on bitcoin once again makes a base layer of shit coining obsolete <laughs> Yep. So it's just funny, right? Because we're not even doing this stuff on the base layer. And every single time there's a new technology on it, whether we like it or not, completely irrelevant. The point is, is that, oh, hey, look, we're able to do it on Bitcoin and we take away the rug pull aspect. So you can go and be a shit coiner and, you know, hold your fake stuff. But at least you're doing it in the safest place possible that has true decentralization and immutability. So it's i don't know i think it's a music
2: beautifully said anyways earning us earning us all right
0: just just call me moses but yo, it's it's like uh, the thing with the thing with all these shit coins is like I, I think that any blockchain is unethical like there's no ethical use case for a blockchain besides money a, any format is going to just lead to some dystopian overuse of power Like any overbalance of power. Could
2: you you elaborate as why you think that? I think the same thing. I'm just curious.
0: Um, I just think it comes down to like if any group of people have, uh, you know, any sort of party of justice that usurps any other group of people, that will always lead to um, abuse of power. Like it's just it's a flat out fact. It's like, you know, drop things and they go down. So I think that that's just why any form of blockchain that isn't used for money bitcoin is just irrelevant because it's always going to have some uh disbalance of power
2: yeah mike i absolutely agree whether it's a smart contract creators or you know all those other shit coins that you talk about phil where it's like they're oh, voting calls. the they're voting there's like voting in there there's democracy in it so yeah man it's i i completely agree you know i i agree with you 100 percent. but hey doesn't mean they're not going to try anyways right
0: yeah, Klaus, you know? I think I think Klaus Schwab really likes Solana. He's a big fan.
2: <laughs> well, listen. He, he also me. oh, go. Ahead, I know what you're going to say, Phil. Say it. Say it.
1: Okay. Well, I was going to say he also he also likes Ethereum and he also likes this other weird random shit coin out of nowhere called Cello. For I'm
2: some not, reason, uh, I'm, we're not All even right. we're not even being funny. Like he's no, no, like funny.
0: legitimately, he has an opinion on this shit, dude. Oh, uh, no, I, so, hold on. So hold on. <laughs>
2: It's it's
1: not necessarily to just to be factually correct, right? He has never himself come out and say anything, but the World Economic Forum uh, has yeah. endorsed has endorsed those projects, and they are part they are partners with the World Economic Forum. Just like to the,
2: the, yeah, the, the, the to be chair, transparent. one of the chairs of it's so funny the chairs like it's a company. Um, can you oh, yeah. imagine if Bitcoin had no? It doesn't have that, but like what <laughs> the board no
0: chairs, bro.
2: Exactly, there's no chairs. There's ah, there uh, it's not a chair. It's not a chair. It's not a chair. It's no. a bench. It's it's a it's a comfy bench. <laughs> uh, anyways, on wheels. Uh, on wheels. Um, that looks like a chair. It's camouflage. Anyways, um, so Aya Miyaguchi, I'm pop you guys off the graphic, is uh, she's on the chair of the of the Ethereum Foundation. There's three people. She's on the chair, and she's a member of the World Economic Forum, right? And it was actually Phil's investigative reporting that found that.
1: She, she's actually the head of their global blockchain alliance. So, so it's not just like some random person in the World Economic Forum, like, hey, you know, I'm the just uh,
0: sorry. The alliance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: right, like the 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 chairperson of the blockchain, you know, alliance. It's so ridiculous. Anyway, so do,
2: do you think she's met with Klaus?
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, I Her think so. They're close good friends.
2: <laughs> like she sat on a table. Like Klaus goes like this what do you think of what do you think of my great reset aya
0: (laughs) (laughs) so so which one are you bullish on is it going to be is it penetrated coin or the (laughs) non-penetrated oh man
2: oh man uh anyways 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 Fail. it's time for the daily
1: fail brought to you by amber app check them out amber.app You've got a stack. We've got a stack. This is a Bitcoin stacking app by actual Bitcoiners. Low fees, fair spread, smart automation. The link is down below. Umber the smart way stack sets. I apologize. I don't know who tagged us in this. We actually talked about this. We did either
2: in the news so or you in the f- you did a great job and it was during the fail
1: yes it was during the fail I was gonna say because I you know me like my memory's shot so I have no idea when we talked about this but I know we talked about it and it's really scary stuff we we talked about it a, like at least a month ago and here we are again this is so this is a TikTok video essentially about what we were discussing which is credit card companies all of a sudden quote unquote starting to monitor carbon footprint based on expenditure Mm -hmm. this is psychotic anyways Mm -hmm. all right let's dive into the tweet here the insanity continues okay the tweet is by rise at rise melbourne the insanity continues a new credit card company that once you reach a carbon footprint limit you can no longer purchase items voluntary for now but how long until it's mandatory welcome to 1984 let's take a look at the tiktok video
3: mastercard and the united nations are joining forces to monitor the carbon effect of your credit card purchases and then you'll hit your carbon max and it'll stop working hey of course it's voluntary for now the new credit card is called doconomy and on the back of the card it's going to say I am taking responsibility for every transaction I make to help protect the planet. This is a social credit score, and it's a proof of concept. The Doconomy CO2 credit card website claims it is the largest initiative ever taken. By a bank in educating its users on the impact of consumption. They say themselves they want to set a global standard for carbon calculations. That's the key. Once they have their numbers in place, then they can give every single purchase you make a score and punish you directly. This is what China does. And of course, this will only be enforced on you and me and any businesses that don't go along with their scheme. And banks
2: are going to enforce it.
3: Okay, before he, we move on to the next one.
2: He's not even a conspiracy theorist, dude. Glenn Beck, <laughs> and we we covered that. I sent you that video. Glenn Beck did an amazing job. Oh, thank you. Um, talking about the ESG, right? The ESG the ESG is the social credit system. It stands for environmentally social governance, right? And essentially, what they want to do is they want to give a, a carbon score to anything. Public companies, as recently announced by the Biden administration, Right. And that will essentially regulate how you spend. So, for example, you want to drive down to the store, those cost you carbon points, right? You want to buy a certain good, those cost you carbon points. But here's the thing, and this is what I want you guys to kind of conceptualize because I'm going to talk about this during the news. If you control how someone uses energy, you control people. It's like if you control food, you control people. If you control money, you control people. I don't think that these people that virtue signal, virtue signal drive and, you know, flying their private jets all over the world, right? Have the planet's best interests at heart. I, I don't think so. I don't think that. And and to be clear, right? like Dude, I live, I live, you know, I live in Miami, the beach, right? There's, it's totally polluted. I just don't believe that giving bureaucrats, unelected bureaucrats more power is a solution to pollution. And, you know, The planet being effed up, right? So it's very scary. It's very totalitarian. And again, this is what I've always said during the show You're gonna have a a choice in the future Central bank digital currencies, which are gonna allow this right? Oh, it's like, oh, hey, Phil We see that you've been consuming too much bacon and pigs fart. So Minus 200 you can't buy plane tickets or you have Bitcoin where you don't have to ask anybody per- for permission to transact, right? So it's a very very scary stuff and you guys need to take this seriously because this is coming whether you like it or not. Anyways, Phil? When we first covered
1: this, um, we did not have this information uh, about those little pieces about the uh, that MasterCard had added. About the driving and the emissions and stuff like that and every time you fill up on gas, right? Because that's the one of the first places that they're going to attack, right? That's the first. That's one of the first places. So, this is interesting. It's developing, right? When we first covered this and we first saw that, it was like a, a total concept. Hey, let's throw this idea out there. Now they're starting to add the details, right? And as we all know, the saying goes, "The devil is in the details." And here we go. This is where all these little checks and balances come in. Uh, Erning Gusham, you have anything before we move on to the next fail?
0: Oh, well, I mean, this is uh, this is this is totally expected. Uh, the the solution for all crisis is more obedience and the carbon crisis is the greatest crisis of them all Mm -hmm. because they've essentially demonized uh everything you know you breathe too much you know carbon carbon crisis everything is carbon crisis and i think that yeah it's like they have they have the 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 money in the bag from their perspective they're just wanted they're going to turn nature into their own stock market that's their objective i think with all of this narrative right i think just like the best thing we can do is just focus on securing our own energy sources and our own food sources and uh our own sovereign money which you know what that is
2: yep absolutely phil what's the next fail? all right let's dive into it this
1: fail is just going to lead us right into the final part of this uh, the uh, the fail so this is a tweet by uh conca dynamics interesting word anyways andreessen horowitz is the new blackrock but instead of being the chief muncher on assets with a sliver of a link to economic productivity that's the signal right there it's establishing a monopoly on the issuance of illegal securities right and that's what we always talk about here with these shit coins okay there is absolutely no work going into this these things are minted out of nothing the energy is going into the marketing and the administration services this is this is no different than shell companies that that don't actually produce any value, and for the people who don't know, Andreessen Horowitz is also a16z, and people can go take a look at all the shitcoin projects that they've uh, that that they've funded since the beginning. Anyways, moving on, moving on from this, I just wanted to point this out. The reason why I pointed this out really was because more accounts are waking up to this, right? More and more people are starting to notice that. The shitcoiners are very concentrated and these are efforts that are being done by very few vcs and what they're doing is is that they're pushing resources to very specific places and you'll notice specifically they are not pushing resources to bitcoin they're pushing resources to the shitcoins because they can control those yeah that's why
2: anyways Absolutely.
1: This was shared by uh, Hans uh, Hans Films in our uh, in, in our Twitter. He always uh, he always gives us a lot of these shitcoin fails. Let's dive into it. Terrarium, which I always thought was a little glass or plastic box with um, vegetation in it, apparently it's also a shitcoin. Anyways, terrarium crypto proves DeFi scamming isn't dead with apparent fake Binance email. This is really nasty. Okay. Terrarium is a crypto exchange play, the token whose price is only a fraction of a cent became a haven for gains as it quickly climbed the ladder in terms of market capitalization. Again, something that doesn't need to exist that just all of a sudden starts to pump. Much of this success comes from an increasing t- presence on Twitter. Terra holders have been using Twitter. These users take opportunities to pump the token on the platform by promoting it. And of course, guys, we see this all the time. We'll go and post a, you know, we'll go and post an episode. For Simply Bitcoin, and within two or three comments, we have some shitcoiner posting some crap about some Deo that's coming out or whatever. Anyways, things seem to be coming to an immediate halt as evidence that Terra holders got scammed begins to pile up. Earlier today, Terrarium developers shared a screenshot of an email exchange with what looks to be the Binance BNB USD US team. The email shows the Binance team approving a token listed on its platform. This brought an immediate 37% gain to the token. This is how this works. This is just a pump and dump. Things took a turn though when mass when masses of tokens were immediately sold following the pump. There we go. One user shortly after. The ongoing price plummet brought the screenshot to the attention of several Binance accounts. The user asked these accounts to verify the legitimacy of the email address. Unfortunately for the investors, one account confirmed that the email is not authentic. These people got fished speculation that developers and other insiders are behind the apparent fake email exchange coordinating a pump and dump scam oh my god no way we've never shown that before if that is true one user brings forth evidence of large sell-offs by pre-sale wallets to supplement the allegations in response the terrarium team encouraged investors to hold the line i can't tell you how many shitcoin projects how many shitcoin devs as their stuff is completely dying in flames tell you To hold those bags. Yep, hold those bags, guys. Anyways, the project is now between a rock and a hard place. Who would have thought? If the developers received this email and believed it to be legitimate, then they were really scammed out of 180,000 Tether that the allegedly fake Binance email says it received from Terrarium. If the email was somehow legitimate, then the developers fumbled a listing with the largest exchange in the world. And if Terrarium is behind the emails, faking the listing... To conduct a pump and dump scam then they have been caught yes yes they have now look let's be honest there's no use for this token to exist i mean another exchange token do they even have an exchange literally it's it's a token that plans to provide exchange services and and the token pumps because it was shilled
0: i mean this is also this is, oh yeah do you also trade cryptocurrencies do or i how trade are crypt- your trades going
2: <laughs> ah, I, was like, I was like bro <laughs> uh yeah that yeah. could be
1: followed by hello uh, yeah
2: and uh, that's what, it What Was the other one how's your trade no how's your trade going
0: yeah how is your trade going how's your trade going
2: <laughs> uh yeah man well, hey give it give, give them credit where credit is due the shit coiners and their names bro Tenarium. terrarium terrarium anyways yeah oh it's awful clusterfuck anyways uh yeah. moses do you have any thoughts before we move move on to the next segment
0: No, that's about it. Yeah. (laughs) It it.
2: It summarizes itself. This is true. But anyways, Phil, it's time for...
1: The Daily Meme Review.
2: Brought to you by Citadel 21. It's the best Bitcoin cultural zine. It's stories, articles, comics by actual Bitcoiners. This is the new artwork for Volume 10. Every volume has different artwork by Bitcoiner, of course, and they're scarce. There's only a thousand physical copies made per volume. Get your print of Citadel 21 today before they run out. All right, everybody first meme is brought to it's a response. Oh Jesus Okay, let's read this. This is come on dude. I'm gonna have to beat that up Okay, cool. you guys read this if, if you're watching this on the podcast It says two words as Bitcoin is to fiat currency mutual consent matters I think when you guys hear mutual consent, you'll understand if you're watching the video version You know what I'm talking about it's a Robert Breedlove tweet T- terrible take Um and then, good chat. It's like so. Yeah. So what the actual f? And
1: <laughs> this is the meme we're reviewing.
2: And I need to m- make more ape analogies. No one. And it's a cat reading a newspaper. This is. Oh man. God, hey, we can review them, even the tough ones. Uh, dude, it's. I, I just. I don't know what. I don't know what that person was thinking. Yeah, I. And I, awesome. I, Robert has some good takes, but anyways. He has some bad takes, too. But that was one of the bad ones. Okay, it's anyways. funny because
0: i see seen all, all the responses, but I didn't actually see the original post until now. <laughs> that's worse than I thought. It's
2: so bad, dude. It's so bad. Anyways, um, okay. We know we love you, Peter Schiff. I'm, like, double thinking about it. I was like, that's a really... I know,
1: me too. The first time I read it, I'm like,
2: what? Anyways, this is a Dead Sea, the saltiest place on Earth, second only <laughs> to Peter Schiff. Raleigh actually has fire memes. Fire Shout out meme. to you. You guys have some fire memes. Thanks for tagging us. All right, moving on to the next one. Phil, you got to tag them in the promo tweet tomorrow. Yeah, they, I will. They, I will. They're, they're they totally go, tied to that they, one. They, they go out of the way. Okay, anyway, yeah. so here's Carl uh, Menger. Well, it's very nice, <laughs> Digital Salmon my parents at 30 i love these for the occasion yeah. of our first child being born we bought we, we've bought this house that's big enough for many family members including potential future kids that will surely grow up to be happy and successful me at 30 nah, nice I, now i own a digital salmon <laughs> Man, that is hilarious. Okay, uh, next one. Reddit. When your friends are showing off their crypto portfolio, nobody has Bitcoin. That's hilarious. I love the Reddit memes. Phil, keep bringing these. These, They're these cute. are cute. This one was cute, right? I, I picked this one because when I saw this at like two in the morning, I literally Brilliant. fell out of my bed laughing because it was, was fucking. Dying. It was hilarious. Okay, shitcoin marketing in one picture. <laughs> it's so good. Like, what is this? Oh man, whatever. Okay. Anyways, the next use one, case. The use case. <laughs> ha That is good. Okay. Anyways, next one is brought by Self Bank. I see seed oils and price fuckery. That's that's kind of insiderish, but absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Phil, for those awesome dank dank memes, I'm going to give it. You're gonna be proud of me for this one, bro. Some solder. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You, you see solder? that? I'm becoming Phil.
1: <laughs> okay, well, hold on because Phil's Phil's unbecoming himself here. I, I've got, hold on. I've, I've got almost nothing. Give me a quick second. All right, all right, here we go. I'm ready. All right, those were awesome memes. And for those awesome memes, I'm giving it this Rip and Dip sticker. Rip and Dip! I keep and every sticker. I don't know why. He, he doesn't use them. But he I don't use them.
2: them. I keep them in mint. In mint. Anyways, Moses. I don't what have would mental you... problems. <laughs> what would you give those memes?
0: You know, like uh, when it's springtime and, and the, the sun comes out, everything gets warm and the snow starts to melt. I live and in Miami. Like,
2: we don't have seasons. It's hot okay. and less hot.
0: Well, up here we have like spring. It comes around and everything gets hot. All the snow starts to melt. You can go outside in your T-shirt. Everything's really exciting. And you go to sleep and you wake up the next day and there's two feet of snow and it's negative 20. That's what I, That's what I give it.
1: You have to come up with a snowstorm meme for him or a
2: snowstorm picture.
0: Surprise, surprise, yeah, surprise spring snowstorm. That's what, that's what it is.
2: Woo! Okay, surprise spring snowstorm. I like that. I'm gonna look that up. Anyways, guys, we wanna know. If you agree with our scores, you disagree, let us know down in the comment section. Comment, 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 comment. And of course, make sure to subscribe to us on alternative video platforms like Rumble.com and our personal favorite, BitcoinTV.com. They don't censor there because Bitcoin TV. And of course, join our Telegram group and link us some dank, dank, dank Bitcoin memes to review because the Bitcoin meme review. And we need memes to review because of Bitcoin meme review. But anyways, Phil, it's time for
1: The Daily News.
2: Brought to you by CryptoCloaks.com. They make the best 3D printed Bitcoin merch. Like the famous 3D printed art sculpture grenade opens up. You put your favorite hardware wallet in there. And you could also get this in any custom color your heart desires. If you want to make the B orange, you could do that. This just happens to be an El Salvador color. And of course, you can take advantage of the link down below for 5% off anything on the CryptoCloaks.com store. So let's go this before we get to the more climate fud it's, it's it, and it's getting serious by the way it's not just you know the propaganda media releasing articles now it looks like regulators or politicians are stepping in things are heating up right and connect this with what what we were covering um earlier on the show right they are using we believe this right I, I don't think I, I I don't see how this comes from good intention. The whole climate stuff. I think it comes from a place of trying to control people. But anyways, uh, this is Rob B, Rob W. And essentially what he's talking about is we covered the HubSpot, right? You know, the leaks, the, the data leaks from a third party in relation to Unchained, in relation to BlockFi, in relation to Swan and a bunch of other companies. This is some advice on how you could protect yourself or what exactly really happened, right? So first he says, as a super user of HubSpot for over seven years, here's a brief thread on the recent data breach and what you could do to protect from the incoming spam and phishing you will be subject to. I have a call with their security team later this week to get technicals and next steps, but here is what is known now. HubSpot has a level of access called super admin on both the internal and external side. Someone internal to HubSpot with super admin access had their account compromised i'm guessing spear phishing or a shitty password super admin access internally allows someone to hop between company accounts and export contact lists the unauthorized user started exporting contact lists of bitcoin and crypto companies this is why we see 30 companies with compromised data sheets what this means true this isn't financial data but is extremely powerful crm software this means the unauthorized users may not only have your general contact information but also this next part is not so good. Your IP address, your email history with reps at the associated companies, your browsing behavior on associated company website, mailing and/or shipping address. That is bad. Anyways, how the company, how the company characterized you—big whale, whale, mid-size contact, small user. Your fin- your financial value to that company, any and all deals you have done with that company and associated values, negotiated contracts. That is absolutely crazy. CRM mitigation mitigation software is also very good nowadays. The unauthorized user can easily take the downloaded database and port it into a different CRM and start targeting customers. Mm -hmm. So what could you do about this? be hyper aware for social engineering attacks, spear phishing, etc. Be 100% certain you're engaging with a real company web. These unauthorized users potentially have enough information to reference your actual browsing behaviors and prior company conversations of deals. Just because someone refers to your prior conversations does not mean they are the real thing. Take the time to enhance your personal security stack, get a password manager and only use strong passwords. Stay safe out there, Bitcoiners. So I don't know how much of the mailing history is true, but it's always good to stay on the side of caution, right? Anyways, what do you guys think?
1: I'm just feeling terrible. (laughs) The whole time you're reading through that, I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, which of the companies that were compromised have my information? And then, you know, you you start to you start to think back and then I just became happy. Like I said, while you were reading that, I'm happy that I'm moving. (laughs) So at least I at least I get a fresh start, but not everybody can move every time their data gets compromised. You know, so (laughs) it's it's not that easy. Look, this is really scary stuff. But at the same time, I'm going to take the other side of this and I'm going to say this is going to prompt um, new solutions. It's going to prompt better solutions, we hope. Um, And yeah. You know, I, I never really realized the uh, you know the strength of a password manager until I really started using one. Uh, and not only that, but having a password generator, your own password generator, um, I, I I can't I, I can't sing those praises enough. Yeah, I use yeah.
2: Bitwarden. I, they're not I, a
1: sponsor, I, but I'm just saying I use Bitwarden, and I, they're I, awesome.
2: I dude, I can't I can't you know function yeah. without a password manager. And they're so easy to use. Like it, like yeah. at this point, like they've become so easy to use that it's like you don't have an excuse really. But anyways, uh, Moses, what are your thoughts on this? It is a terrible leak.
0: Yeah. yeah. In regards to Bitwarden it works pretty good. You can self-host and everything too. It's a decent yeah. solution. For That's that. what I do, by the way. It's yeah, it's it's nice for like you just don't have to think about it so much <clears throat> keep track of all those passwords and stuff. But yeah, I think people have taken the, the last decade for granted for just ease of access, you know. Oh, I forgot my Facebook password, reset it and just every you know what I mean? People not really taking it seriously. And now the data has become so valuable and such a like a real threat to someone if your data is leaked you know they're just not realizing the scope of things
2: it's it's money dude it's money right before it was like oh facebook you know like the the stakes weren't that high but anyways moving on look i i told you i mean we've been telling you not only today right that they're going to use the climate they have been using the climate to attack bitcoin this was a new york times Tech uh, tweet absolutely uh, hilarious. Shout out to Corey because he reported the tweet. Yeah. So funny. Uh, he says a single Bitcoin transaction now requires more than 2,000 kilowatt hours of electricity, or enough energy to power the average American household for 73 days. Research, this looks research. like
0: a troll tweet. Like a Bitcoiner would have posted this as a and, troll. <laughs> this
2: has been debunked so many times. We're going to we're going to debunk it in a bit, right? Before we do, I'm going to I'm going to move it right here. I'm going to read it one more time before I want to actually look at the article. So the article isn't as bad. It's it's better written. It actually explains all sides, but still they're trying to shaft a a, a shape a narrative without a doubt. And that narrative is actually starting to have some effects because what you're seeing already, right? This is uh, you, you saw this in Europe already. You saw this in Europe. They're trying to ban proof of work. This is an actual attack on Bitcoin. This is the New York state assembly is considering a vote, a bill that would create a mem- uh, memoratorium on proof of work, mining operations, unless a hundred percent of their energy comes from renewable en- sources. That is impossible. They know that if this bill becomes law, New York will be forfeiting the unique opportunities Bitcoin mining provides for economic expansion and the uh, proliferation of renewable energy. But before I, I, I read this Times article, check this out, Phil, because I, one of the comments from the Time article really is, it's such a, a pure rebuttal to that that I'm just going to read it. It's by Ray from Ohio. And he says, one thing that baffles me about all these articles I have read about crypto is that no journalist bothered to do the research and do an actual compar- comparison of crypto energy use to the energy use of traditional banks. This is what I want to know. Instead, they compare crypto to other random things. And that is, and Ray's absolutely right. They're doing that on purpose, and they're doing it to create a narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's let's check out the the narrative that they're trying to craft in this article. But to be more specific and to be fair, it's much better written than the other prop- propaganda pieces we've we've covered in the past because it it does a very it does a, a pretty decent job at explaining what this is, how it works, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But they do pull in some punches here and there. Anyways. Facing criticism from politicians and environmentalists, the cryptocurrency mining industry has embarked on a rebranding effort to challenge the prevailing view that its electricity guzzling computers are harmful to the climate. All five of the largest publicly traded crypto companies say they are building or already operating plants powered by renewable energy, and industry executives have, have started arguing that the demand from crypto miners will create opportunities for wind and solar companies to open facilities of their own. That's correct, right? So this is what I said. The article is a little bit more fair than what we've seen in the past. The effort part. Uh, partly a public relations exercise, partly a genuine attempt to make the industry more sustainable, has intensified since last spring, when China began a crackdown on crypto mining, forcing some mining operations to relocate to the United States. A trade group called the Bitcoin Mining Council also formed last year, partly to tackle climate issues after Elon Musk criticized the industry for using fossil fuels. In recent months, Texas has become a hotspot for crypto mining, attracting more than two dozen companies. The state has an unusual uh, incentive structure That's well suited to the nascent industry. The Texas grid operators offers what amounts to a discount to companies that can quickly unplug when electricity demand spikes statewide, allowing energy to flow to ordinary homeowners. Many crypto mines could turn off on or off in seconds, allowing them to take advantage of the incentive with minimal convenience. So inconvenience. So this isn't a theory anymore. This was proven and one of Texas latest storms. And that's exactly what they did. Anyways, uh, that deal was part of the attraction for Argo, a London-based company founded in 2017 that runs two other mine- mines in Quebec using mostly hydropower. Mr. Wall said Argo was also drawn to the ample green energy in West Texas. The facility outside Lebrook will be connected to the western sector of the Texas energy grid, where about 85% of electricity comes from wind and solar infrastructure. I don't know what could be more green than that. I, I don't understand. Right, and then this makes me come to the conclusion that they're not really in it for green; they're more in it for the control. And and again, like, and this is so. The beginning of the article, it's interesting because they don't really attack it, but at the end, you start to see how they're trying to craft your perspective your narrative the narrative that they're trying to craft. But anyway, says, but Mr. Wall can't guarantee that Argo's new center will have no carbon footprint. And this goes back to Ray's comment: Do we force banks to tell us? if their energy that they're consuming is green or not, it's a double standard. It's a double standard. Anyways, a lot of these renewable energy producers are still a little bit skeptical of cryptocurrency. He said, the crypto miners don't have the credit profiles to sign 10 or 15 years deals. You see how they're ramping up the attacks slowly but surely the broader cryptocurrency community is divided over whether cleaning up the mining sector is the best path to environmental sustainability. The energy intensive authentication system that underlies Bitcoin is known as proof of work. Some in the industry are pushing to build new cryptocurrencies on a different system called proof of stake, which uses as little, and again, as little as zero point zero one percent of the energy consumption in the mining process. See where I'm going with this? And oh like, yeah, it, I it, it's like, like it like, starts, you know, it mess massages you, it's okay, and then it's like, oh, but there's a better system, right? Whoa. so again, it, it, the narrative is right that consuming energy is bad; it's always terrible, but the actual banks right are not expected to follow that themselves right it's only bitcoin a bitcoin is is held to a higher standard it's ridiculous anyways this is peter joseph right he's criticizing you know bitcoin he says even if all bitcoin mining was based off of renewable energy which it never will be it's still an outrageous waste of resources for what is ultimately an idiotic goal Markets are the true cancer. Money is just the way it metastasizes. So I'm going to read this last part that says it's still an outrageous waste of resources for what is ultimately an idiotic goal. And then I'm going to scroll to this article that says, oh, sorry about that. I'm going to scroll to this one that says Ukrainian refugee flees to Poland with $2,000 in Bitcoin on a USB drive. Nearly a quarter of Ukraine's population has been forced from their homes in the last four years, many uh, the last four weeks, many have turned to cryptocurrency to safeguard their cash, bring their money with them, accept remittances and donations and to transact with each other for daily necessities. A Ukraine refugee took a USB stick with him across the border containing 40% of his life savings or about $2,000 in Bitcoin. I'm going to go back to this tweet that says it's still an outrageous waste of resources for what is ultimately an idiotic goal. So, Peter, that is what you're against. Yeah, I heard
0: bombs and and, and fighter planes are really good for the environment. Actually,
2: again, like it's like picking and choosing what is good. What is it bad? And again, this leads me to believe that this is nefarious. They're really not about it's not about the environment. I really believe this is about control and the environment is a tool to control. Anyways, um, and again, to specify. Dude, I live in Miami. You know, there's beach—the beach the, beach, the beach is filthy. Like, I want a cleaner planet. I care about the environment. I just don't believe giving bureaucrat, unelected bureaucrats, more power is the solution. Anyways, this is uh, an article by CoinDesk says the frustrating, maddening, and all-consuming Bitcoin energy debate. And this is Nick Carter, and he debunks literally that tweet that I read you earlier that Corey was so kind to. Uh, to talk about a single Bitcoin transaction now requires more than 2000 kilowatt hours of electricity or enough energy to power the average American household for 73 days. So Nick debunks that and he says, sometimes, however, an argument comes along that is so clearly built on mistaken assumptions that it's worth straying from the normative debate and back into the world of facts. Indeed, arguments of this form have been, have become disturbingly common. Bitcoin consumes a lot of energy. Bitcoin settles 300,000 transactions per day. If you combine one and two, you can derive an eye popping energy cost per transaction. If you literally, Extrapolate that analysis such that Bitcoin satisfies the world's transactions. Bitcoin will use more energy than exists on Earth. This line of reasoning might sound persuasive to the initiated, but it is in fact completely flawed in an impressive number of ways. Yet we see it all the time. And this article is written in 2021. And that New York Times tweet was yesterday or the day before. So they're still using it anyways. Today's Bitcoin miners earn about $50 million a day, which analyzes to to around $18.2 billion in miner revenue. Fully 85% of that revenue derives not from per transaction fees, but from the issuance of new Bitcoins. This issuance process is finite. In fact, it's 88.7% done. The rate of new coins issuance halves every four years as it approaches that 21 million limit. So the issuance component of minor revenue is structurally decaying over time. Unless you believe that the price of Bitcoin is is going to literally double in real terms every four years until uh, 2140, that expenditure is going to decline. But why burn electricity to issue uh, coins? Put yourself in Satoshi's shoes. You have to, you've just invented a new monetary system, which you believe can become a global monetary standard of consequence. How do you distribute coins? You could email them to your friends, but that would create a tiny group of privileged elites and compromise the credibility of the system. You could simply claim the coins yourself, but most likely no one will adopt a monetary system where a single individual controls the vast majority of the wealth. Satoshi's solution was to distribute the coins by creating a game in which miners surrender something valuable, energy, in exchange for the right to claim them. Because mining is a radically free market, mining uh, miner margins are usually slim. This means that even though they're literally creating new units of money, that status doesn't give them a huge advantage. Miners have to sell their coins on an ongoing basis to cover their costs. They're just an in interfer- interference to the protocol itself. There's a, a reason venture funds like mine, like mine typically don't invest in miners. It's a tough, thin margin business and involves lots of capital expenditure. So, it's ridiculous. Again, I'm worried because the climate attacks are going to keep on escalating. We dodged, literally by a fingernail, the ban from Europe. And it was only because it was discovered, right? And then, you know, people formed enough of a ruckus. But again, here they are, they're trying. And make no mistake, this is a collaborated effort. It can't be that politicians in Europe and politicians in uh, the United States, especially in New York State, Are doing the same thing and you had the cleaning up cryptocurrency uh, meeting in front of Congress and again what happened they were advocating for proof of stake and why are they advocating for proof of stake because they can control it and proof of work they cannot proof of work is what makes a cryptocurrency uncorruptible proof of stake does not anyways Phil
1: that's right and he does a fantastic job of explaining explaining how excellent the qualities of bitcoin are the censorship resistance the fact that the miners just because they can create money it doesn't give them this major advantage over society anyways very well written that was amazing um i just want to go back to to a few of the articles that, that you were talking about you don't have to pull them up or anything new york is making itself irrelevant I don't know what their, I don't know, I I mean, I guess I can say I know what their goal is, that they're just being poorly run and they're being poorly informed or they're just following their incentives, which don't align with Bitcoin.
2: I think they're just being nefarious, bro, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, exactly, right? Like, we could speculate on all the different reasons, but at the end of the day, regardless of what those reasons are, they're making themselves irrelevant by doing this. They're taking themselves out of this economic picture, which they are going to regret Have fun staying poor that's new york too bad uh the second point that 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 article that explains about how uh, you know that um the the miners have become more mindful about renewable energy and whatnot after elon brought it up i i just hate that we have to name drop these people that are completely irrelevant to bitcoin um and you know what You know, everybody gives this guy, everybody sits there and throws flowers at this guy and pretends like he's so wonderful. Does anybody realize what goes into cobalt mining? Does anybody
2: realize how many people die? How many people get poisoned by cobalt mining? It, it, It doesn't matter. Gold mining... It's just psychotic. Gold mining and bank energy usage is irrelevant it's bitcoin energy usage that is relevant, you know so that makes me that makes me believe that it's really not about the energy usage this is about something that they is out of their control and what they can control is hey you can't use that energy for that certain thing so anyways
0: does the petrodollar use energy no i mean no it's totally (laughs) like a over unity machine the petrodollar
1: it just helps everyone it just helps everyone do everything except its enemies. Those people are excluded.
0: <laughs> Anyways, okay, sorry.
1: Moses,
2: One la- uh, oh, sorry. yeah, go ahead. One
1: last point before we go to Moses. One last point. That's right. I actually wrote them down, so my memory's not all screwed. I'm, I'm okay? so
2: surprised. I was like, wow, Phil. Yeah, it's me.
1: like, look at that, three points in a row? Okay, my last point was Peter from Zeitgeist. Um, so, look, I, you know, I saw that movie when I was in my early 20s, the, the first Zeitgeist film. I am incredibly shocked... That someone like him does not get Bitcoin after producing a movie like that that specifically talks about how symbols are misrepresented, misused, misunderstood. Okay? This is very interesting that he doesn't get Bitcoin. Anyways, I don't know what the incentives are. I don't know what the motivations are. I'm just saying I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that he doesn't get it. Anyways, Erning uh. Gusham.
0: Yeah, too much too much institutional trust. That's the problem. That's why people don't get Bitcoin. They don't even do the time. Like so many people on Twitter, like I, I post in random stuff all the time. I'll just drop Bitcoin. And people will come in and be like, Bitcoin is this, this, and that. And I'll be like, dude, you clearly haven't done any research. You don't know what you're talking about. You have no opinion. You can't have an opinion. You don't you don't you don't understand what you're criticizing. And inevitably it's like a comment stream, comment stream, and they'll usually just like end up like just Dismissing it, and I've had few people message me back like weeks later and be like, "Yo, I actually did some research, and I feel like yeah, you might have had a couple points," because it's it's literally just like they don't understand it, they've just dismissed it. It's like totally surface level, like oh, Bitcoin's bad for the environment, and they they don't go any further than that. It just stops there.
2: Yep, and and dude, and honestly, I blame a lot of that on the media, dude. It's like their propaganda because that's what it is, right? Clearly that article from Nick Carter's literally a year old, and the New York Times is still using the same narrative. But it's funny, you see how they pivoted a little bit, Phil? You see all of that text before they get to the jugular at the end, and then they start, then that's when they form the narrative. At least before, it was the entire article. Now it was like, okay, we know what we're talking about, let me explain it, let me see, like, we're knowledgeable about this, but still, proof of stake, you know, it might be a suggestion. And then they happen to get, a guy that says, Hey, you know, uh this it will never be a hundred percent green, like it's like they're picking, choosing what, you know, uh quotes fit the narrative, what quotes create the narrative, help them create a narrative, and it's just it's just bullshit. It's 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 insincere. They
0: we understand Bitcoin. Experts. Oh, sorry? Oh no, sorry, dude. Yeah, they pretend to be experts and then they come through as like a, with an appeal to authority like Elon Musk or something. They're like, Oh see blah 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 name drop, uh proof of stake.
2: Yep, exactly, dude. Look, just just look at the picture. You see the horses. Do you, do you care about the environment? Look at these horses and look the windmills. The baby horse. The windmills, you know, and the horse. Do you guys
0: see the windmills after the tornado? You see that that picture going around?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that.
0: It looks like the War of the Worlds. You know, like those mm-hmm. three-legged. Uh...
1: <laughs> we understand Bitcoin now. Buy our shitcoin. That's that. That's that's totally their theme. That's yeah. that's what they did.
2: Yep, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But anyways, Phil, there was an open source software release today. Why don't you tell everybody about it? All right, guys. Sorry, I had to interrupt this. So this just dropped while we were recording it. Um, Bitcoin mining ban makes it out of New York State Assembly Committee. Um, it would place a two-year moratorium on Bitcoin mining, which we talked about. It still requires passage by the New York State Assembly and Senate. But looks like it's moving forward. So that's really That's Rest scary. in peace, New York. Anyways, Phil. What's a software
1: release? Software releases. Brought to you by Cyphersafe. Check them out, Cyphersafe.io. Let's be honest, everyone has to store their seed. It's one of the biggest concerns that we have. So why not store your seed in the best place possible? The Cypher wheel or the all-new Cypher grid. They both come with tamper resistant wire and the grid comes with a punch tool. We've got Sparrow Wallet version 1.6.2 that was released. It's down below in the show notes. Don't forget to check us out on our audio-only platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. If you want to stream us some sats, check us out on fountain.fm.
2: Awesome. Thank you, Phil. All right, guys, that was our show. Before we go, I want to give a very special shout-out to our awesome hoodie sponsor, thread sponsor, RepHard.com, representltd.com, and you can take advantage of the link down below for 10% off anything off the store, RepHard.com. And I also want to give a very special shout-out to our awesome guest. You can give him a follow on Twitter, at earninggushum. You just take out the B and Burning Bushum, and that's his name. Definitely go give him a follow. He's a fellow pleb, and he he uh, he hosts the Bit, Bitson 8 Watson Sats Radio. Definitely go check him out. Definitely go check him out. Anyways, guys, that was the show. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Smash that like button. And of course, if you want to continue hearing the Bitcoin news from the playpeg perspective, definitely consider subscribing to Simply Bitcoin. We'll see you tomorrow, guys, for a brand new episode. You can't just reboot the
1: Bitcoin network. This is by design. <laughs>